0: To join the nation with Billy Buck Roscoe, a true patriot, a veteran Marine. His motto is God, family, and country. And he drinks beer. Know what chaps his biscuits? Who says beer and politics don't mix?
1: Good day, America. It's your old friend Billy Buck Roscoe here today today with Chaps My Biscuits. And before, actually, I'm saving the Republic. One confused patriot at a time. Yes, you are. I know it. Somebody's got to do it. Well, before we go on, I always raise one up to the men and women of the United States military. To the men and women of the police, fire, and first responders. God bless you all. God bless America. God bless my Marine Corps. Uh Semper Fi. What, you're not drinking today, Red?
2: I guess I forgot mine.
1: You forgot mine.
2: Yeah, after last night, I kind of don't want to drink for a while.
1: Another time?
2: (laughs) Yeah. Oh. Last night didn't end well.
1: What? ran to the porcelain god?
2: No, I jumped in the middle of a bar fight.
1: Get your ass whipped?
2: No. Actually, no, but I was the smallest person who ended up trying to help out, and that was a bad idea. I I think so. I was jumping on someone who's 6'3", who's drunk, mad, and psycho.
1: Were you in a gay bar? No. No. Okay. So... I guess you're still pissed off at the world and could whip my ass if I get out of line. That would be awesome. (laughs) I don't think so there, Jumbo. Jumbo? I mean, Benny Buck. Oh, Why you got to be like this all the time?
0: You know, I think that would be great video.
1: Of me getting my ass whipped by her? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I don't think so. You couldn't even whip butter.
0: (laughs) Wow. That was a good one.
1: Huh, yeah, that's great. Can we get on to my biscuit? That'd be great. <clears throat> yeah. Good day, America. It's your old friend, Billy Buck here today to tell you what chaps my biscuits. This here, Jesse Smollett hoax, this guy proves beyond a shadow of a doubt that Democrats will lie, cheat, and steal to make conservative and patriots look like racist, sexist, homophobic douchebags because we're not doing it for them. Why? Because the Democratic Party was founded on hate, created by hate, i.e., the Klu Klux Klan, and can't survive without hate. With the help of the lamestream colluding media, they have been pushing these hate crime hoaxes for years. By the way, those numbers are counted in a national hate crime database, which artificially drives up that their database. I don't know about y'all, but being blamed for crap Democrats wish we were doing so they can wallow in victimhood is bullshit and just a damn criminal shame. Now it's time... To stand up, America, shut down this party hate because at any time they can aim their hoax weapon at you. Democrats don't care whose life they gotta wreck to get their way. Look at that sixteen-year-old boy, Nick Sandman from Covington Catholic. America, I'm Billy Buck Roscoe, and I'm done with it. <laughs> me. Roscoe Nation, you know who that is. Crazy Jane Doe. Come aboard, Miss Doe. Let me hear what you got to rant and rave about today.
3: Uh, how you doing, baby?
1: Uh, if I was so there, would be triplets here. and you couldn't handle
3: it. I've been, yeah, I know. So I've been sitting here all all week watching this Jesse Smollett thing. And then we hit today where he hits court and you got this, uh, superintendent, he comes down and he gives you a blow by blow, literally of every detail of how they caught this guy in the act. And the best the MSM can do is say, Oh, well, he wrecked it for other gay and minorities and people who might actually be victims of hate crimes without acknowledging one time that there was a victim of a hate crime here. And that's the people he tried to pin this on people who are MAGA, people who are white, people who are male. They, they don't want to talk about that. And now I'm going to tell you I'm not white, I'm a minority. I find that offensive. Really? See? Absolutely.
1: So everything that they do, they they try to blame every guy walking down, well, every white guy walking down the face of the earth, correct?
3: Listen, listen. This guy had these guys, he gave them a $100 bill to get red hats and masks. Then he went on a television show and actually said if they were Muslims or they were Arabs, or they were blacks, everybody would believe me. So he actually went out of his way to lead people to believe that the two people who attacked him were white guys wearing mega hats.
1: Uh, you know, and, they're kind of a uh, darker shade of white. I mean, I you know, I don't <laughs> – I, I think I've seen two pictures of them.
3: <laughs> yeah, well, he knew who did it. It didn't really make a difference, and because he did know who did it, and he went out of his way to lead the police and the general public into believing it was white people i'm not understanding how nobody sees a hate crime here and why isn't there hate crime legislation by the way for hoaxes there needs to be legislation because what did he what did you get charged with this guy
1: uh mail fraud
3: so far no he didn't get charged with mail fraud he got disorderly conduct as a felony uh
1: well he you know once once i they- Work on that there letter. There'll
0: be more to come. There'll
3: be more to come. Oh, yeah, but there shouldn't be even... It shouldn't even have to go to that. It shouldn't even have to go to that. Yeah. There should be hate crime hoax legislation. Of all of the hate crimes that are reported in this country every year, almost half of them are hoaxes. And the vast majority of those, ho- those hoaxes get away with it.
0: And you look at the media so- instantly. As yes, long as they're wearing absolutely. a hat, they jumped on it. We don't need to look at any sources to see if this is actually true. Let's jump on it. Same thing you said with uh, Sandman and uh, in Covington, Kentucky. It's the same thing. As long as they're wearing a listen, mega hat, let's...
3: Hmm. Listen, I can show you. What's funny is these are the same outs, outlets that, that literally seem to ignore the hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of videos that there are, and I see them all the time. Of conservatives being beaten, spit at, harassed, threatened, punched. I just watched one today. That's all over the Internet. Some poor kid got punched in the face on a college campus. Banned from restaurants. And, and, and nobody sees this as hate. What they're doing is not hate. They're justified in this insanity. That's, this isn't hate. That's the social warrior justice in them. Yeah, that, no, but this is the same thing <laughs> that was done to black people in the 50s in this country. You do understand that, banning them from restaurants, refusing to serve them, pinning things that didn't, they didn't do on them. This is exactly the same thing that happened to minorities in the 50s. How is repeating history helpful? Well, I mean, look at the Democrats.
1: They're the ones that
3: kept the
1: blacks from the water fountains, the lunch counters, the front of the bus. They're the ones that created the Ku Klux Klan. They're the ones that created the Great Society, all the concentration camps Bill we Crow. had it. Jim Crow, all that good stuff. Right. So, I mean.
3: And nobody, yeah. but see, everything you just said is absolutely tree, true, and they're doing it again, and they know exactly how to do it because they've done it before, and no one seems to even be paying attention.
1: Exactly, and that's why I can't figure out why every minority votes Democrat, or most minorities. Let me put it, <laughs> rephrase that, not every, because if you just said to me that you're uh, a black woman and uh, – I'm kind of impressed.
3: I'm just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) Don't don't get it wrong. To me, and this is just my opinion, there are three types of minority, and I won't even say black. I'll say minority. There's the minority who, no matter what you're going to do, no matter what you're going to say, they're going to vote Democrat because that's just who they are and that's how their head runs and whatever. Then you have people who are minorities who are just not going to vote, period, because they don't care. And then you have people like me who are paying attention. Who don't look at everything on the surface. Every time I see a report, every time I see I go and I dig and I want to see I want to find the truth. I don't want it, I don't want just the surface. I want the reality. And if people paid attention and went and looked things up, they would be shocked at how much they're being lied to.
1: Well, I mean that's a, the 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 progressive liberal media are the ones brainwashing all these people? They they collude with these Democrats and, you know.
3: Uh, yeah, you can't be brainwashed unless you're willing to be brainwashed. Well, that's and true. they are sheep and they're walking around willing to do it. Well, they're sheep. Until sheeple. something happens to them personally, then maybe they wake up. Every day, people, minorities, are waking up in this country. So don't think that's not happening. It is happening.
1: Well, I agree. But I mean, the, most people that follow that party are nothing but sheeple because they want to be fed, they want handouts. They want their asses wiped. They want the milk and honey freebies. But then when they got to work for it, they yell and scream to the Democrat party and then they get more freebies.
3: Well, then let's try one simple test. Ask any Democrat around you why they're a Democrat. I can tell you why I'm a conservative. Ask Democrats why they're Democrats. The vast majority couldn't even begin to tell you.
1: Yeah, I don't think
3: Ocasio true. can tell you why she why she's a – she can't even tell you why she is whatever she is because I'm not really sure what she is now that she's living in a luxury high-rise that doesn't allow poor people in it. So I'm not really sure what Ocasio-Cortez is anymore.
1: Well, I don't think she can spell what she is because <laughs> <laughs> she she's an
3: idiot. That's anyway. my story, and I'm sticking to it. That's <laughs> my rant. I'm very pissed off because I just don't understand how – any of this happened, and no one sees it as a hate crime. It's a hate crime. Okay. It's a hate crime to bear fall witness against an entire friggin' race.
1: Well, yeah, I guess so. And what kills me is I guess you're okay if you're a white Democrat to uh, bear he false governor? witness. Well, yeah. I, I guess. Or, or whatever.
3: To wear, to wear a clan hood or a blackface and still... Be a governor? Yes. You mean that? Yeah, see, if you're a white Democrat, that's okay. They can gloss over that. They just wait for, you know, the snowballing well, to slow down. And then you go about your business. Because if that had been a Republican.
1: Oh, it would have been, huh? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and then how about that rapist they elected in the 90s? It's okay to rape all the and You didn't hear any Me Too's back then. You don't hear any about them now.
3: The, no, no, no. They no. try to shut them down. So, well, but that's not going to happen. But you know who I blame more than the Democrats? Who's that? I blame the GOP. I blame the GOP. Uh, Why I, are you not holding these people's feet to the fire? I don't, see, I don't see Republicans in the House or the Senate demanding this guy's resignation. I don't hear a drumbeat coming from them. They seem to be just as willing to stay out of that as anybody else. Well, so they're, what's settled. Their problem?
1: they're settled. They're settled. They're in the swamp. They're settled. They They make money off us all across the world, you know, because they get reelected, people aren't smart enough to, or people just don't want to run against them. I don't know. But okay. the, uh, one of these days I'm, I'm guessing that uh, people are going to wake up and the people in Washington are going to be uh, voted out of there, I, I hope. Cause, you know,
3: well, I mean, you do kind of understand that. That's what the whole MAGA movement's about. <laughs> well, <laughs> that, That's the bottom line. That's I, why been, everybody's trying to vilify the MAGA movement. That's why they're trying to make it look racist and sexist and homophobic and everything else, and it's not. Well, I The got MAGA news for movement you. is about getting rid of the swamp.
1: If that's what the MAGA movement is, I was MAGA long before it was cool because I've been a patriot all my life, and I've always loved my country, but I never, you know, I could give or take. The governments. The There's government. only one that yeah. I followed, and that was Ronald Wilson Reagan, the greatest president we ever had. And this one here, Donald J. Trump, he could be the second greatest uh, if he holds his ground and kicks ass and takes names and brings guys like me back in the Marine Corps.
3: Yeah, Amen to that.
1: Okay there, kiddo. Uh, are you done? Cause, uh, I, I am done. That's good. Well, then say it. I'm done with it. That's my story, and I'm sticking to it. There it is. Roscoe Nation, that was the crazy Jane Doe. Coming up, we got one hell of an interview because we're going to be talking about an event that he and I are going to be at. Roscoe Nation, I'm Billy Buck Roscoe, and I'm done with it. Good day, I Got your old friend Billy Buck Roscoe here today to tell you about my new website, BillyBuckRoscoeNation.com. Share with your friends. Tag your friends. Tell all your friends about BillyBuckRoscoeNation.com. It is my new website. Go there. You'll get everything that you need. Blogs, podcasts, videos, everything you want about Billy Buck Roscoe. Join the nation at BillyBuckRoscoeNation.com. Hey, 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 Roscoe Nation, what I say, I told you I was going to have me one of the best interviews in my life, a very good friend of mine, Huck Finn Barbell, at Huck Finn Barbell, that's his Instagram account, he and I are going to be at the Arnold Classic. Mr. Barbell, how's it going, my friend? You just reached one crazy son of a bitch. I know it, that's why I called you, and uh, are you... The cold one. Uh, I'm... Hell, I'm about six in right now, but I tell you what, I cannot wait till March 2nd. Are you kidding me? How many beers are we going to put away that day?
4: Well, I'm bringing 500 beers. 500? No, I don't know how many we can drink, but I'll have 500 at the booth.
1: What are you going to drink?
4: Uh, I'd say about 250. No, no. T- if you're bringing 500, what are you going to drink? Oh, you're Jesus Christ. <laughs> I forgot I'm messing with I'm messing with Billy Buck Roscoe. Yeah, but you
1: know what? I tell you what. I know pound for pound, you can stay ounce for ounce with me. I reckon for just well, a I, spell. What do you think? I,
4: well, I saw you. You've been training, brother. I say you're training very hard out in the hills, uh, lifting kegs of beer over your head, shotgunning beers. I, I think you're ready. I, I think
1: so. I think I'm going to be in shape for the classic. I'll probably take. My weight class. What do you think?
4: Well, I think you'll take your weight class and the overall. You'll win both.
1: Ah, well, I, I you know, I don't want to take anything from... Do you have something to
0: say, Benny? Your weight class? What is that?
4: That's heavyweight.
0: A heavy, heavyweight. That's,
4: that's a heavyweight class, yeah. yeah. Uh, what do you say?
0: <laughs> you could put two belts on for your heavyweight.
1: Oh, yeah. Do you have to say anything again there, dirgible Man? I don't have to. Yeah. No. Who in
4: the hell is that, that
1: guy? That's Benny Buck Roscoe. He was... Uh, on the last podcast, he used to have the head head bob and smile and wave. Do you remember that? Oh, okay,
4: yes. Now, yeah, I've been on with you before. I remember I, did one in Ari- I was in Arizona drunk as hell one time.
1: Yes, yes. I mean,
4: you hardly remember that
1: one. Well, yeah, either did we, but, you know. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> l- let me introduce you to Ginger Buck. She'll be at the Classic with me. She's uh, yeah. my vi- videographer and, uh, you know, Part-time bodyguard, fourth-degree black belt in that karate Joe stuff, and uh, this is Ginger Buck. Say hello to Mister Huck Finn. How Barbell. you doing, Huck Finn? Hello, Ginger Buck. And then you—you you heard the round mound a rebound over there, Benny Buck. He won't be there because he's afraid of weights. He's afraid of the gym,
0: unless it's like donuts. Yeah, I can, yeah. well, I yeah. Do those.
1: he can out bench press anybody in a donut factory. But I'm not-
4: only afraid of two things: that is nuclear warfare and carnival workers. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Carnival, okay okay so uh, give me the lowdown on the classic when do you come into town and when do you set up well I'll i'm be, only going to be, be there
4: down thursday morning i'm taking off in the truck and i'll make a stop at club rio which is south of indianapolis a nudie bar strip club gentlemen's club if you will yes i'll have me a few cold beers in there it's about the halfway point for me and then I'll carry my way into Columbus after that to helps set up this booth I have. Booth 527.
1: 527. Columbus Convention Center, right? Civic Center, excuse me. Columbus Convention, yes. Yes, yes, absolutely.
4: Booth 527, Huck Finn yep. Barbell. Yep. Continue. And uh, I will set that up uh, Thursday, and then I'll... You know, continue drinking through the nights and then Friday morning, wake up, and then uh, it's live. The booth is live. Friday, Saturday, and Sunday
1: goes live. So, at the booth, what are we? What are we giving away? What are we uh, selling? What are we doing there? Because when I when I show up on uh, Saturday, yeah, you know, I got to be a part yep. of the team.
4: Yeah, I will have you know all my apparel, uh, which is you know you find it on HuckfinnBarbell dot t shirts, sweatshirts, hats, beer cozies, nice. Uh, and then I'll also have uh, I have thousands of free samples of. Uh, Pre-workout to give away, and Monster uh, Energy is also supplying my booth with a cooler, which they'll supply with full of Monster, and I awesome. uh, also have beer in there. Uh, um,
1: well, who's going to so. drink the Monster? Because you and I'll be drinking the beer. I'll take the Monster.
4: Uh, I think uh, some of my buddies will be drinking Monster and vodka. Ooh, and uh, I wanna do one I'll be those. drinking mostly beer, but I also have some vodka with the Monster myself. I, hey, I
1: want to do one of those. Hey, my friend, I, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm strictly a beer man. You know that. Yeah, me too. Mostly, okay. I also
4: am too.
1: Yeah, I mean, you, beers create the chest and the biceps. Build, yes, build the chest. Fuck the rest. Exactly. Exactly, right, brother. That's hey, man, you, you're you're preaching to the choir here, my friend.
4: Because I'm currently sitting in a shed in the woods, listening to sad country songs and drinking beer.
1: Oh my god! With
4: with, with your buddy Cowboy Dan. Cowboy Dan. My man, Cowboy Dan's sitting here right now, laughing at me, drinking a beer.
1: Ah, oh, hey, uh, put him on speakerphone real quick, and All then you got to go back on, because I got to say something to Cowboy Dan. All
4: right, we're on speakerphone right now. Go ahead, Billy Buck.
1: Cowboy Dan, how are you, my friend?
4: I'm doing good. How about you, Billy Buck? Hey,
1: I, hey, if I was ain't buried, be triplets, and you guys couldn't handle just one of me. But yeah, I'm looking forward to meeting you, Cowboy Dan. I know it's you Cam, too, buddy. I, I know it's Cam, but I I, I messed up on the video, so everybody's gonna be calling Cowboy Dan. Crash <laughs> <He> You <laughs> it. Crashed me up. Well, hey, at my pod—I wasn't drunk. I, I might have had a few beers, but I wasn't drunk when I gave that little story. We're gonna be throwing out a story tonight uh, about you know the—it's uh, already out. It's already. Oh, out. Oh, it's already out, and uh, you know I I mentioned Cowboy Dan and uh, 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 Huck Finn and and the. Uh, text rerun, or uh, para- <laughs> what's that guy's name? That Te- little guy. Yeah, uh, that's uh, Dan Tallis or something, or or. Yeah, Callis. Yeah,
4: that's yeah. Dan Callis. Yeah, that's what that's I said. I- that's Cowboy Dan Callis.
1: Yeah, I, I knew it. He's the biggest, littlest, strongest man in the world, ain't he? Yeah. Is he? <laughs> is he there? He's not here. Just Cowboy
4: Dan's out here right now.
1: Ah, Cowboy. Were you getting a little workout in, Cowboy Dan? You got one in your hand or what?
4: Oh, I always got one in my hand, Billy.
1: Oh, like let, let him hear it. Yeah, let me hear it. Ugh. Okay. Woo. All
4: right. All right. That, yeah. Can he chug beer like me and you there, Mr. Finn? Oh, yes. He was very uh, – he, he got very intoxicated last weekend. I saw him in his natural – he was in his natural habitat at a local pub, let's just say, and he was trying to pick up women, and uh, he was sitting at the bar just yelling, Hey! Ah! Wow. He picked up zero women doing that. Okay. Uh, well,
1: nope. you know, he's he's probably you know one of them fellas don't have his chisel physique. Probably need me be there to yeah, captain he needs the to ship. There, Billy Buck. Captain the ship and uh, mm-hmm. you know with yeah. these guns and this this chisel physique, you know,
4: I, I, yeah, that I, would I, help out a lot. Especially I, if you had your shirt off.
1: Yeah, yeah. I, you know, I could probably get him the leftovers. You know, the young ladies that. You know, I, yeah, I, the, yeah,
4: yeah. Though your leftovers, you just you know toss them to the side. Cowboy Dan will pick those up. You that's know? right,
1: Wingman Dan, Wingman Dan. Yeah. Now, yeah. can I you get you're him down?
4: He'll pick him up, brother.
1: All right, yeah. Uh, what do you want to say, Benny?
0: You take that shirt off. You may want to get a tan before you do that.
1: What are you talking about?
0: I'm just saying. Well, he's
1: that, got that neon moon tan, doesn't exactly. he? Exactly.
0: Well, that hair on your back probably will be. Enough. The hair on my that, back probably you know not be. Blinding I mean,
1: is the blinding. Yeah, <laughs> see what kind of a jackass I got to put up with. This is my producer. I, if I didn't need him, I wouldn't have him.
0: You do need me
1: just
4: for this. Yeah, I mean, who is this? Is This uh, sounds like that guy uh, Baba Bowie? That's your producer.
1: Well, he kind of looks like him, but uh, far less. Baba has got big horse teeth. Yeah, that's him. That's but he's this guy's got a big instead of a forehead. He's got like a ten head. I mean his. His forehead.
4: Forehead the size of a drive-in movie theater.
1: Oh, well, no, it's more like, uh, you ever seen that Goodrich blimp? If he, oh, yeah. It's all
0: forehead right there. I'd like the Goodyear blimp?
4: <laughs> what? The Big Year blimp? Yeah, <laughs> good not year. the Goodrich. I like said the Goodrich blimp. Yeah, the Goodrich blimp. I know that yeah, one.
0: Yeah, Yeah. see? I see that all the time.
4: It flies <laughs> over the stadiums, you <laughs> yeah.
1: dumbass. Yeah.
4: Who is this guy? I'm just
2: waiting for the day that you throw something at him.
1: That'd be the end of his life. Anywho,
4: so, uh, all right, walk me through Friday, what, we're going to be, or what Friday, you're going to be I'll, doing. I'll be stumbling, uh, probably nude when I wake up. Okay. To find some clothes in a, in a hotel room in Columbus. Okay. Uh, I'll get dressed, and then I'll stagger over to the Columbus uh, Convention Center, uh, go to booth 527, crack me a cold beer, about 10 a.m., and then, uh, you know, let the meet and drink uh, start. Okay. And I'll be, you know, kissing babies, shaking hands, and picking women up over my head. Uh yeah,
1: I guess I, I might have to do that on charity too with the women's. Uh, oh, of course. I you don't want to sh- pick
4: up a woman over your head. That's kind of the rules at my booth.
1: I don't want to show off of man. I you know I, I I pick up the kegs. I can handle the kegs. Yeah. I don't know if cowboy Dan could pick up the keg. I, I know you can. Yeah. I've seen you bench press and well, sling maybe the way. To
4: pick up that T Rex powerlifting, the world's strongest uh, dwarf. I got to pick maybe him, pick up? him up, brother. I got to pick up yeah. the, the
1: strongest dwarf. Yeah, that'd
4: be, that'd be good. Yeah.
1: Oh, Okay, I'll see what I can do. I don't want to hurt him,
4: though. <laughs> I don't want to hurt him.
1: Well, you know, I I, 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 I've been known to like crush things when I pick it up after you know a shotgun or two.
4: Oh yeah. Yeah. So,
1: how long you been doing the Arnold Classic?
4: I've been going for well since they've been paying me to go. Uh, you know, so, uh, the animal cage is my first experience, where I, I deadlifted about three years ago inside the animal cage. Wow! And uh, that was crazy. I they told me no alcohol allowed in the cage. I came in there immediately and started drinking. Oh yeah! And uh, deadlifted like eight hundred pounds in front of a huge crowd. And I shook the cage and was getting the crowd involved. People were throwing beers into me, and then I was never invited back again to that to that oh. booth.
1: Well, yeah, because he. I they on they,
4: too good of a show.
1: Oh, absolutely. They, you know, they're probably Democrats. Yes.
4: Yeah. You know, def- I think they were. Yeah. but you know- And then uh, the next couple of years, I've just been doing kind of meat and drinks, you know, at the booths. Yeah. So people come, and we just drink and have a good time together.
1: Now, do they bring their own beer? So, like, the 500 uh-huh. beers that uh, – do we have to give any Cowboy Dan?
4: You have to get Cowboy Dan? What?
1: Does, does he drink the beers with us, or, I mean, does he just get it oh. for us?
4: No, Cowboy Dan will be drinking heavily.
1: Okay, because I've got uh, a cooler boy. That uh, usually it's a woman, but this this time I got to bring a, a designated driver. But he's going to be getting the beers for me. Uh, yeah, I
4: call him my beer caddy. I have beer caddies also.
1: Okay, okay, good deal. Because yeah. uh, yeah. and I, I'll bring my uh, my incredible Hulk lawn chair, so I don't have to stand the whole
4: time. You know. Yes. Uh, well, yeah. I'll just have you on my shoulders if you ever get tired.
1: Well, you know, I don't want to show off. And, uh, you know, I, I don't know if you could – I know you could, but uh, I don't know if uh, many you could pick me up or cowboy. Well, maybe,
4: maybe T-Rex Faro, he could pick you up on his shoulders.
1: Okay. Now, how big is that feller? You know, he kind of looks uh, like – Three foot five. Oh, nice. I
4: he uh, weighs in about 140. T-Rex? i say somewhere on there. Is that the dwarf guy? Yeah, he used to open up for Carrot Top. He was a stand-up comedian. So he, he's
1: he's the powerlifting guy, T-Rex? Yeah, yes. Well, who's the big guy that was talking about
4: T-Rexing? Shit, who was the big guy talking about it? Somebody, was that Cowboy Dan? It could have been Cowboy Dan or Tom Callis. Oh, I thought Tom um, Callis
1: was the dwarf man.
4: No, no. T-Rex, this guy's Jared. Tom is a world record-holding squatter, and then there's Cowboy Dan, myself, and then my wife, Karen.
1: Oh, yeah, well, you know, you got to have somebody good there, but... Uh, Cowboy what does cowboy
4: Dan do? <laughs> what is cowboy what does cowboy Dan do? Is, is absolutely a... nothing. Oh. <laughs> he's just a cowboy out here. He's a rodeo guy. Oh, he's got his cowboy boots on his rodeo tie hat on and he drinks a lot of beer.
1: So he's been rodeoing in his life.
4: Yeah, he's also a pretty good powerlifter, too.
1: Oh okay, okay.
4: He likes to you know he works out with me out here in the shed out in the woods here. Nice. He does construction. Oh okay, so he's... he's a construction worker. He's a good old boy.
1: Nice, nice. yeah corn fed bread. Little fella. Definitely
4: ain't. corn fed. Okay. So is so the women he brings home. Nice.
1: Nice. <laughs> are, are they are they referred as trough eaters?
4: Uh, Yes, they are. <laughs> definitely <laughs> are referred to as that.
1: Okay. Okay. I was just wondering.
4: <laughs> He's got a couple good stories maybe he'll tell you when, when we get to there.
1: Oh, I, I tell you what, man. Uh, Ginger Bucks, you'll be there. I'll be there. I'm looking forward to it, my friend. I really am. And I let's uh, – let's, uh, March 1st, 2nd, and 3rd, Yes. Columbus, Ohio at the Columbus Civic Center or Convention Center?
4: Uh, who, who the hell knows? One of them big centers near yeah, High one Street. one of those big centers there in Columbus, Ohio.
1: Now, you know damn well when it shuts down at uh, 1800, we're going out to High Street,
4: correct? Oh, hell yeah, man. You, I'm telling you right now, this is going to be one of the biggest drinking festivals of all time. I will not stop drinking. I go there, I don't start I I'm like a <laughs> it's like a, you ever turn a faucet on and it just keeps going. That faucet doesn't turn off unless I pass out or the police are taking me home. Okay. Well I So I, I will start Thursday at Club Rio, a strip joint, and I will not stop until when I wake up Monday morning somewhere.
1: Well mister Finn, party, make, that, make damn sure you got a designated driver, okay? I'm on foot. I all I do is walk across the street. No, I'm talking about uh at the club rios
4: oh yeah club rio yeah 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 get the uh,
1: <laughs> get your little squirrelies in and stuff like that keep your berries in oh, yeah. your britches Yep, and uh you know gotta see you gotta That's do so some nice. Thi- oh nice gotta do some <laughs> things at uh, uh arnold classic you and i looking forward yes. to it uh
4: yeah, I, I've never met you in person, so it ought to be a good time, brother.
1: Oh, I think it's going to be a great time, my friend. It's going to be a great time. Just make damn sure you're ready. Bring Cowboy Dan, the Dwarf yep. Man, uh, Mrs. Finn, and uh, yes. Tim Tallis, or whatever that guy's name was.
4: Yeah, Finn Tallis. He'll be there. Yeah, good deal,
1: good deal. So give us a load down one more time on it before we get out of here. This is, uh, you know, we've got to start wrapping things up.
4: I will be performing live at uh, the Arnold Friday, March first, second, and third. Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Booze five twenty-seven, and uh, we'll be drinking a lot of beer. will taking a lot of pictures. Um, you know, I you know this whole place is the, the the fitness industry they call it, and I'm in it, I guess. But I'm um, unlike any other fitness so-called celebrity. I enjoy booze a lot. Yes. You know, so I'm one of the strongest guys in the world, but I'm also one of the biggest drunks in the world. And I like to combine both of them. I do, too. So I will be one of the only booths there. Well, I will be the only booth there that is drinking alcohol. That is why. And I bring a hell of a crowd with me, and it's kind of like the Happy Gilmore crowd. There'll be people having sex behind the booth, beer bong, shotgunning. Uh, you know, 21 beer salutes. We all chug beer. Um, it's just a good time. It's a party.
1: That's why I'm so... going to booth 527. I'm a guest, a special guest of Huck Finn Barbell, Saturday, March the 2nd, noon to 6, booth 527 at the Arnold Classic. It's going to be Huck Finn, myself, T-Rex, the strongest man in the world, little man, Cowboy Dan, Tim Tillis, and Mrs. Finn.
4: Yes, and Conway Twitty playing in the
1: background. Oh, we got to have it all. It better be nothing yes. but country music. I mean, pure country, not this crap right. that they're playing now. Oh,
4: well, listen, this is what I'm listening to right now. It's Conway. Oh. Lay well, you down and softly whisper. Oh. Huck Finn. It's my pleasure, my friend.
1: We are going to do this again. You're going to be a continual. I've got some uh, things I'm going to be talking to you about at the the classic. But Roscoe yeah. Nation, say hello and goodbye to Huck Finn Barbell, at Huck Finn Barbell, Instagram. What's your website there, uh, Huck Finn? Everything is Huck Finn Barbell. Everything is Huck Finn Barbell, Roscoe Nation. Say so long to the Roscoe Nation, Huck Finn. I got two words for you, Roscoe Nation. Okay, bye. God bless you, Roscoe Nation. I'm Billy Buck Roscoe, and I'm done with it. Roscoe Nation, join me. Huck Finn Barbell at the Arnold Classic, March the 2nd from noon to 6 at the Columbus Convention Center. Be there, be square. I'm gonna have a good time. A good, good, good time. time go. Welcome back, Rasco Nation. What a hell of an interview before we had with Huck Finn Barbell. Again, it will be March the second from noon. To 6 o'clock. I will be at the Arnold Classic with Huck Finn Barbell and others. And we will be. Uh oh. You know what that is, Roscoe Nation. It's <gasps> my favorite bodyguard. <laughs> I'm going to sing. Bad voice. What, what you do? What you.
0: You're you really off. Shut
1: up. Why do you got to be like that? Nobody likes you. Well,. I'm sorry. Everybody likes you, and they hate me because you're the greatest. That's true. Yeah. Can we bring on Miss Lolo Buck what Roscoe? What Hello. Co- Hello? Well, hold on. He he's screwing up with the music. Let you ride. You rode over her. What she said? I huh? didn't
0: rode over her.
1: You rode over her on that. Uh, me- How you doing, Miss Lolo Buck?
2: I'm doing well.
1: How are you, Billy? Oh boy, it's it's been a week. It's been a week, but I've come through it. I, I, oh good I, yeah i'm I'm doing good i mean uh, I'm still up standing straight, tall, and uh I'm above ground You? <laughs> well, that's always good, okay, so a uh just a quick question before we get into your story, sure, was that you on uh the, the post uh, you, like twins there that's kind of sexy uh, no, because... my last post
2: for my girlfriend Sam, it's her birthday
1: Ooh. that one well, yeah, happy birthday, miss Sammy.
2: Yes she is a cop in uh, Cleveland, Ohio, and we actually met on Instagram years ago. We were both on midnight and um, you know we would talk here and there to kind of like you know keep each other awake and get through the shift and we ended up becoming really good friends. It's been like five years now
1: nice that we've been
2: friends yeah
1: she from Cleveland, Ohio you said yeah she gonna go to the Arnold Classic because I'm gonna be at the Arnold Classic in Columbus, Ohio. You might be out after yeah ask her uh, that'd be march 2nd noon to 6 p.m arnold classic then you know she could take a picture with me and send it to you because you know
2: i would get really jealous
1: though oh yeah i forgot <laughs> uh, I've, I've, i'm I've, just kidding no you're not i i, I won't take
0: a no she's kidding
1: no i don't think she is <laughs> why do you have to
2: Look at Billy. He's all scared. He's like, never mind. I won't take a picture
1: with her. Yeah. Not, I take pictures of everybody. You know me. I'm, I'm, I
2: know you do. Mr. Social Butterfly. Well, you know,
1: somebody got to be. I mean, that's why you protect me when we go out and they meet and greet. That's
2: right.
1: Yeah. One of these days you will, hopefully, sometime.
2: Totally.
1: Yeah. You know it. Well, I could be at the NRA, huh? Very true. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. Okay. So what? Uh, what's uh, cooking in your world on the uh, on the uh, good cop bad cop scene? What's cooking in my
2: world?
1: Well, yeah, not what you're cooking tonight. I was just kind of a, uh, what was that thing called? <laughs> what's it? I was just I was just making conversation. What's going on with you in the uh, uh, story scene there, darling? Oh well.
2: This is a pretty cool story. Um, It it comes out of Wisconsin, uh, Kenona County Sheriff's Department. Uh, Deputy Ellison George actually delivered a baby last week in the middle of a snowstorm on the Interstate 94 off ramp. Wow. Um, Yeah. So uh, this couple, this married couple, it's it's their third baby, the... uh, the wife's water broke, the husband went to go drive her to the hospital, and the town had gotten over 10 inches of snow, and uh, they couldn't get anywhere. traffic wasn't moving or anything like that. Um, So the deputy was actually able to get to them and helped deliver the baby. Um, So it's kind of funny when they interviewed her because she reminded me of myself. She said, in the police academy were actually taught how to deliver babies. And at that time, I was kind of laughing and joking around in class, like, are we done yet? Is it lunchtime yet? Because that's, that's totally how I was. And then here she is, like, actually having to deliver a baby. So um, the baby is happy and healthy. Um, and they actually, uh, the deputy came a week later to uh, visit the baby, um, and brought the baby a little onesie with the uh, police department's logo on it, which is pretty cute.
1: Got to like that. Got to like that. Did uh, that deputy give the old biscuit slap so the kid cried? Or... Cause you... <laughs> well, I mean, you got to wake him up, don't you?
2: I mean, yeah. I, um... is that what they... I don't know if she slapped it, but Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Is that what they teach you in the academy when you're delivering babies? Slap? They
2: do not teach us to slap babies. Um no, they do not teach Why us not? That
1: <laughs> I like to slap babies when they're annoying me. Not just yeah. I, I don't No, I, not
2: not newborn babies.
1: You're supposed to give them a little smack on the pet dogs, ain't you?
2: If they're not already crying.
1: Right. What? Oh, okay.
2: This poor baby was born in a car in a snowstorm, so I'm sure it was already crying.
1: Well, I bet uh, it, the biscuits were cold as hell. They're freezing a little bit, I reckon. Oh,
2: yes. Biscuits were freezing for sure. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Especially with that water and all that other crap that comes up out of there. Dude, right, right. That, that would have froze right on the toilet, or the seat, right?
2: I don't know. I mean, in my career, I've seen quite a few babies being born. It's really not a pretty thing.
1: Well, I didn't think so because, I mean, it's, you know, I yeah, i, I it's a miracle it's of life. Pretty. No, it's a miracle of life, but it's disgusting. It is. Well, I mean, yeah. it really is. I mean, I've seen. It
2: is. No, it is.
1: I've birthed horses. I've pulled a few cow out of that little ass end of the cow. Puppies, uh, uh, you know, I've, I've had puppies, you know, have all that birth laying all over mm-hmm. and shit like that nasty
0: stuff. That's nasty. Yeah. But,
1: you know, really I can handle it. I can handle it. Big boy, yeah. put my big boy pants on and I get right in there, stick that arm right up in that cow's ass and well, uh, uterus, and then just rip it right out. I'd
0: pass out. You,
1: you pass out on blood. You're right.
2: I almost passed out um, one time when I was working, watching a, a baby being delivered. How,
1: really? Wait a second. I got. i I'm throwing the bullshit flag. Give me the bullshit flag. How in the hell can you go, come upon automobile accidents, shootings, other crimes like uh, nasty passions and stuff like that, and a little baby being born, you want to pass out?
2: Absolutely. Um, So I had to go. Every department has different protocols, but when you have a female inmate that is pregnant and having a baby, you have to stay with that inmate in the hospital because they're in custody. So obviously they need a female police officer to accompany the female inmate because you're actually in, you can't leave their side. Okay. So you're you're within a foot of them the entire time they're having that baby. So um, it's kind of funny. So at first when it, the way that our county works is the policy is that on before that inmate has the baby, you have to have two female officers there. And then once the baby's born, they bring they scale it down to one. So it was actually uh, another female cop that's a good friend of mine. She had been on the force for a while. Um, We were familiar with this particular um, woman that was in custody. She was a regular. And so she told both of us, this is my third baby. I'll know when it's coming. We'll be here a long time. No worries. So we're like, oh, okay, perfect. So, you know, there's a TV in the hospital room. We're getting all comfortable. We're watching, you know, like a real house marathon. We're getting all this food, and we're having a good old time. So all of a sudden, (laughs) the doctor comes in and, you know, tells the inmate, oh, no, you're ready to go. And she's like, what? And he's like, yeah, you're, like, ready to go with your third child, I guess. It comes sooner than... You know, the first one, the more children you have, the the, the easier they come out. I guess.
1: I guess. Um, so, never had kids. Yeah.
2: Kid. Well, the doctor like almost panics because he's like, this baby. Apparently, what happened was they had given her too much epidural, so she couldn't feel anything. Ah. So the baby was about to slide out, and she couldn't feel it. But well, when the doctor stuck his hand up there, he was like, "Holy shit!" So he's he's got this little walkie-talkie, <laughs> and he's trying to scream on the walkie-talkie, like. Delivery team, delivery team. And apparently the delivery team was busy delivering other babies. So he looked at me in a panic and he was like, Get a set of gloves on. Help me hold her leg. And I'm like, Oh no. No. So I got food over here. (laughs) Yeah. I and I mean I had just finished eating all this food. Like I and I I had I remember I had a whole bag of popcorn and I could already feel some of the popcorn coming up in my throat because (laughs) I was so nervous. It was just me and the doctor were like, you know, and I don't know what I'm doing. So he's like, just just listen to what I say, you know, please. So I put those blue, you know, medical gloves on. And he's like, just hold her leg back. So I'm holding her leg back. And I see the head coming out. And I'm like, oh, my gosh. And she's screaming bloody murder. And I'm like, oh, my God. So finally the delivery team starts to come in. And I'm like, oh, great. You know, I'm thinking one of the doctors is going to me, a police officer in full uniform with blue gloves on, holding this woman Here, with take a baby this leg. <laughs> c- coming out of her, you know, holding her leg. I thought that they were going to tap me on the shoulder and be like, oh, thanks, we're all set, like, go ahead. Nope, they're like, you're doing a great job, stay right there. I'm like, oh, no, <laughs> I can't escape. So the baby slides out, and I'm still, I'm doing fine, but they still were like, you still need to stand there, please, for us. And I'm like, I'm thinking to myself, okay, I mean, why? Well, I found out they then needed to get the placenta out. So the and alien popped out? The little the alien, alien guy?
1: Popped out. Oh, my God.
2: The alien popped out, and the delivery team is with the baby now. And now they need to get the placenta out of the mom. Uh, and that was by far one of the most traumatizing things that I've ever witnessed. It was the most disgusting thing ever <laughs> because you have this. Big, thick, long, purplish cord hanging out, and they take scissors, and they basically cut off the blood flow, so it goes from purple to white to cut off the blood flow so they can rip it out and, you know, detach it from your uterus, but they need to cut off the blood supply so that it doesn't cause any damage. Well, when they rip that thing out, they have like a clear plastic bag underneath, nice. and they rip it out, and all of this stuff just comes flying out—water, blood. It looked like, um, like turkey liver, kind of like when you cook turkey liver or whatever. It, it, it looked like that, and it all comes flying out, and it smells. And now I can feel <laughs> the popcorn coming up in my mouth, and all the food that I ate, and I started seeing stars, and I'm like, oh my god, I can't pass out. I'm a uniform. So I ran out of the room, and I went in the hallway to try to, like, get some air. And I was sitting on a chair there because I'm like, oh, my gosh, I'm going to pass out. And the janitor was in there, and he was like, officer, are you okay? You want some water? I'm like, yeah, give me some water. <laughs> and
0: then she got so away. I pass
2: out, you I weren't in to there watching
1: her. She escaped.
2: <laughs> yeah. The, bes- it was funny. The doctor, like, kind of peeked his head out after a couple minutes. He's like, you, all, you okay? I'm like, I'm okay, but I'm not going back in there. And he's like, no, it's fine. We don't need you anymore. <laughs> but like, yeah, of course you don't. You don't need me now.
0: (laughs) Well, the doctor asked me. Abused me. The doctor asked me if I wanted to cut the cord for my daughter. I said no. That's what I pay you for. (laughs) There's no way.
2: No, no, and I tell all of my coworkers when they're having babies. I said, whatever you do, do not watch any part of it because you'll never be the same.
0: (laughs) Are you kidding me?
2: That's no, I'm not.
0: Wow. So when you're going to give birth? (laughs) (laughs) Never. Looks like you. <laughs> oh, <laughs> it looks like Benny's getting ready to give birth tonight. <laughs>
1: We're good. Yeah, it looks like Benny's getting ready to give birth tonight. <laughs> he's probably gonna go home. Leave and
2: Benny's give... dad alone.
1: Exactly. Oh my god, he's gonna go home and give birth <laughs> to a couple of them. Jeez, Stop
2: I'm
1: it. I, I can't believe it. You know, oh, I just lost something. Uh, anyway, uh, I can't believe. It. Well, okay. I, I, I'll I'm give adopting. you that one. Huh? I'm adopting. Not me. I, I'm just going to, well, if I ever have any. Well, I don't know if I got any, but, you know.
0: The doctor asked me, he said, are you going to pass out on me? Do I have to worry about you? And I said, you just might. That stuff doesn't. <laughs> really? I, I mean. I, I can't do that. Kind so, of blood the and, placenta no.
1: probably looked like what they stuffed sausage in there, ain't it?
2: Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah.
1: A, like a big Keel Bosser or something like that? Or, uh, yeah, yes. What are them, what are them white vegetarian. things? What them white things called?
0: Mets? Or brats? Brats.
1: Yeah, probably packing a brat in one of them placenters,
0: huh? I'm about ready to lose my dinner. Why? I'm a vegetarian. Oh, yeah. Oh, I love meat. I love meat. That's what I hear. Yeah, uh, meat. <laughs> Not that
1: kind of <laughs> freak Got here a disgusting dandy boy. And there ain't nothing wrong with being a dandy boy. No, no, he's over here. He's just, he just—he can't stop laughing. I wish no? I
2: had that on video. Oh, yeah, that
1: was awesome. Yeah, that's great. Look at his belly just bounce. <laughs> <laughs> you, you, uh, no. Laughter
0: is a good ab workout.
1: What laughter?
0: It's a good ab workout. Well,
1: you need to laugh more, then son. With that thing. Good God. <laughs> oh, you know, poor
2: Benny.
1: You no, know, it's not poor Benny. He rips on. He just said, "I eat meat," and it, not the real beef. <laughs> Richard, <laughs> you said that you loved meat. You fell right into that one. Hey, everybody knows I'm a beef and taters man, not this kind of dandy boy meat he wants to talk about. And there ain't nothing wrong <laughs> with being dandy boy. I love patriots, you know, gate stuff like that, but, you know, you you always go to the garbage pail. It's a marriage. <laughs> All right there, darling. It's always a pleasure. I missed you for the last couple of weeks i need to call you more often but you know yeah I,
2: I know i missed
1: you guys uh you know we're going probably uh well i'm gonna be at that arnold classic so you tell your little gal pal that uh what's her name sam sam that's a great name wow that's almost as good as lolo <laughs> Almost. <laughs> oh, sorry. stop it benny are you making them noise before? Is that your stomach growling
0: again? It is.
1: I knew it. All right, kid. Well, you give my best to the whole family, the police force up yonder there, and uh, I will be in touch with you uh, next week sometime. Let you know what's what the schedule going to be and stuff like that, and then we'll we'll go from there. All right.
2: You got it, Billy. Have fun at the Arnold.
1: Oh, I will. I will. God bless you. you be safe. Keep your uh, keep your buttocks down out there in the field and. Uh, uh, you keep safe on that tier of duty, you know what I mean?
2: You got
1: it. Bye, Ginger. Bye, Benny. Talk to you later. See ya. Take care. Yeah. Roscoe Nation, that was Lolo Buck. Roscoe, my bodyguard and back in the blue, girl. As usual, we got to come to an end. It's it's rough. We could do this 24-7. It's sad. Yeah, it really is sad. You know, I, I just – it. I, I hate hate saying goodbye, but – we have to. But my tradition to the end, we raise one up to the men and women of the United States Military. Men and women, please fire first responders. God bless you all. Stay safe. God bless America. God bless my Marine Corps. Oorah! Roscoe Nation, I'm Billy Buck Roscoe, and I'm done with it. I'm dedicating this song to Mr. Josie Smellett, Buck Owens, Act Naturally. They're gonna put me in the movies. They're gonna make a big star out of me We'll make a film about a man who's sad and lonely And all I gotta do is act naturally Well, I bet you I'm gonna be a big star Might win an Oscar, you can never tell the movies are gonna make me a big star Cause I can play the part so well I hope you come and see me in the movies And I know that you will plainly see The biggest fool that ever hit the big time And all I gotta do is act naturally Buck Owens and the Buckaroos.
0: We'll make the scene
3: about a man
1: who's sad and lonely. And begging down down upon his bended knees. I'll I'll play the part that I won't need rehearsing. And all I gotta do is act naturally. Well, I bet you I'm gonna be a big star.
3: Well, Alaska, you can't
1: ever tell The movies are gonna make me a big star Cause I can play the part so well I hope you come and see me in the movies And all I know that you will plainly see Oh, the biggest fool ever hit the big time. And all i got to do is act naturally. Roscoe Nation, I'm Billy Buck Roscoe. Good night, everybody.